Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. Waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information. From around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT. Super fantastic family. July 29, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with... Good morning, TNT. It is a fabulous Friday morning. I hope you guys can hear me. Am I echoing at all? Sound good Good. on my end. All right. All right, guys. We had a super fantastic Wednesday, a wonderful Wednesday, a wise Wednesday, uh, whatever you want to call it. And Friday isn't much different because not much has changed. (laughs) Some things, in fact, have changed, and that is the fact that there will be no vote tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, they will not vote. Parliament came out and said it. So people were speaking prematurely about having a vote on Saturday. They have not scheduled the date. They're not even sure if they have a prime minister nominee. <laughs> and I can say that because the framework is saying they do. And they're going to go with your guy. But people within the framework are saying they didn't really want him. People outside, the people in the streets don't want him. So they didn't want him in 2019. They don't want him now. The Kurds have not even responded as of today. They are still not responding. Yay, no, uh, whatever. So nobody knows what they're going to do. The Independent said they will put out their response tomorrow. They, too, have not responded. So just because the framework nominated somebody doesn't mean it's going to go through. A lot of confusion. Iran sent their quad general in yesterday. Supposedly they had meetings. Today the framework is saying they didn't meet with anybody yesterday. Nobody came in to see him. Even though all the articles said he was at the airport, he was meeting at their house. They're saying they didn't have any meetings with them, and Iran is not influencing them at all. They also put out statements about their nominee is not Maliki's guy, like everybody is saying, even though Maliki nominated that he separated from their party years ago, and that he's a good, honest person. Maliki came out saying, how can you guys say you don't like this guy? Don't want this guy. And he's not even the prime minister yet. And he's saying the same thing. He's a good, honest person. He's going to stop corruption. He's going to change. He's going to get us jobs. He's going to follow the framework directive. That was the one that killed it all. (laughs) 
He's going to do what the framework wants to be done. So we don't know that we're going to see him or not. My guy in Iraq is telling me that he still thinks Al Kazimi is going to be the prime minister because that's who the people want, and they're going to protest until they get him. Because so far, out of all of them, he is the only one who made any difference. The European Union again came out today, said that's who they want. They're not trying to influence the election, but he has done what needs to be done for years since Saddam Hussein. He has accomplished it, and the country's going in the right direction, and they could lose it all. The people are seeing that too. They're hearing that too. So Zadar has put out to his group, uh, his people put out tweets, basically saying Saturday is closer than we think. A few more days, a few more hours, it'll be Saturday. And everybody's saying they're letting everyone know there'll be a new protest on Saturday. But it may not. They were saying Saturday because the framework was saying they were going to vote on the prime minister and the president on Saturday, but parliament came back and said there is no vote scheduled. And the earliest it would be is Monday if we did do it. So there's not going to be any vote on Saturday. But things are moving along. Becoming more and more obvious to everybody. Either they're going to put Al-Kazimi in or somebody not related to the framework because that could probably get them by. Or Sadar is going to continue to screw it up. Now, the announcement continues as far as the exchange. Al-Kazimi came out and said there was a change to the exchange rate. He told them it has been done. They just haven't brought it out yet, but there has been a change to the exchange rate. Not telling anyone what it is, but he made in his announcement yesterday or this morning that there has been a change to the exchange rate. Now, I can see them changing it back to 1190. It's kind of like the example I was giving you guys over the years when gas is $2.80, God knows how long ago that's been. So let's use a better example. When gas is $3.50, cause that's been recent, and it goes up to $5.68, cause that has been recent, then people are really ecstatic, happy, and joyful when it comes down to $4 not even realizing they still got hit over the head. But that's how the process works. But then they're happy to be at $4. But guys, when this started, you were at three fifty. Don't you realize that? Most people never realize it. They just have to be back down to $4 from $5. So could they go back to eleven ninety? Absolutely, they could. Would it make the people happy? Absolutely. Because when they went to 14, what happened? The poverty level doubled. 
hunger level doubled. People couldn't get bread, food, jobs, nothing. So if they went back down to 1190, they would cut it right back in half instantly. And those same people are going to be happy. Now, the people are going to be happy. Is the international community going to be happy? It's something totally different. Are all those contracts scheduled for August 15th going to be happy? That's something totally different. So we don't know. It could go either way or it could go both ways in a span of 15 days. That, too, is a possibility. So what we do know, there is a rate change. It's already done. Even the banks here have been notified that it's done again. They just don't know the announcement date. But they are being told in meetings, numbers, and memos that it paperwork has been accomplished once again for a rate change. So we'll see what it is. All right, let's get started, right? Okay. To the first question is number five oh one. Much about the Zim in the last few told us is you were told that you would have to have ten one hundred trillion notes in order to get the thirty six cent rate. Is there any? What can you tell us now? I don't even know what you said. We only heard every other word. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. Let me see. Let me go through it. Hold it, wait, real quick. I can switch microphones. Um, I told them they needed ten them knows to get the contract rate, and he want to know is that still the same, right? Something like that. And you needed um, ten thirty-six cent rate, and as much as seventy cents. Is this still your understanding? Yes, that's still my understanding. Am I okay? Oh, yeah, you're still cutting out. I don't know what you're saying, but that's still my understanding. Okay. Let's try this one. Is that better? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, Wait a minute. Patty. Patty says, why is Maliki still? Why is Maliki what? Still walking, walking around, around. A, lot. a lot. Well, because he's still a government official, he's still covered under the uh, immunity laws of government officials. He hasn't been charged with anything at all. Even though people want him to be charged, he is not. He is still Iran's guy until he's not. He still has a following in this party. So that's why he hasn't officially been charged, arresting anything that even his own party members were asking for, that the citizens actually were protesting uh, two things that they said both 
the new prime minister, who their selection was, and protesting about Maliki. That's why they were at his house, why he was walking the streets with a rifle after the crowd left. He walked in the streets with a rifle. I thought that was funny. But they can't do anything until the new government is decided and either he's in or out is when we'll see something uh, happen with Malik. All right, what's next? Uh, Toby or Fuzz? Probably on a birthday today. For fun, happy birthday. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. I want to wanna help you celebrate. I want to wanna wish you lots of presents. I want to wanna help you eat your cake. If you're bossy, bossy, bossy in the island way. You'll be jamming all night till the light of day. Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine. Another year and you'll be looking fine. So have a no worries, don't you hesitate. you said when the banks give you a visa do you get one for every different currency you have is that what you said all right yes a visa card goes by your account it doesn't go by currency guys right okay omnivore says i'm in the Adams group but haven't heard anything. Okay. That's not the information you sent me the other day, right? No. There's somebody Okay. Um I don't know what you're referring to when you say have I heard anything, because I'm telling you everything that I've heard. So what do you mean? Have I heard something about Admiral's group itself? Or have I heard about what's going on in the Narland in Iraq? I mean, that's the information that I'm giving you. I'm not in Admiral's group, but I can tell you they're not getting paid a dime until we get paid a dime because we're all going to get paid. (coughs) (coughs) I was going to say at the same time, but that's not true either because the Admiral's group is like every other group. It does have paymasters, excuse me, in this group. And they are going to have to, once they get paid, then disperse out to their individual groups. And I've been telling you guys for years, every paymaster is going to be able to do his own thing. You guys sign the documents. Some of them are going to determine their own rates, how much they're going to give you 
Hamas out. But those are things y'all gonna have to work through. Sorry. You signed it, you gave him your money. But you won't be getting paid until the rest of us get paid. I can tell you that. Well, you'll be getting paid probably after that. Because, again, if you're in a group and there's 5,000, 10,000, or 500, I mean, how is he going to do enough paperwork, do the equations, add your money up, and then pay each one of you in the same day or time frame that we get paid? When all we're doing is dialing the 800 number, making an appointment, and it's banks all across the country paying us. And it's going to be every day, hour on the hour. So they may tell you that it's there and tell you whatever rates they got based on your contract, and it may take them a while to actually give you your money. So, um, well, like I told you guys years ago, again, I know at least one paymaster told me, I'm cutting them off, this is what they're getting, and that's it, and everybody's going to get that because it makes it easier for me. And he's going to get all the rest, so however it works out. But I do see a whole lot of lawsuits coming out of it. All right, what's next, Greg? Okay, live callers. All right, let's do it. Hello? Yes, you're Good morning. On. Can good you morning. hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh, good morning. It's Mahjong Lady from Florida. Hey. Um, another hot Friday here. Um, my questions go back to what you told us at the beginning. Um, it seems that every time we get right at the edge of the mountain and are ready to jump off, Another problem crops up. Now, August 15th was a date we've been given. What was the actual significance? Was that for contracts, store date, for someone to be elected, for the government to be seated? What was the purpose of the August 15th date? Okay, first of all, every time we get ready to get there, it sounds like you getting saved because while we all jumping in the pool and jumping with joy, you jumping off sides of mountains. So I don't understand <laughs> that. Okay. So, well, I'm but, jumping off the mountain into the water. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the significance of August the 15th, guys, is that's when the contracts were supposed to go into effect. And that's why they're saying that was their backdoor date. It should be done before then, if not on that date. I told you when I gave you that date. It's just something they put out there because it's not the first time it happens. may not be the last time it happens. But they have to have something to shoot for, and that's what they're shooting for right now, to have this done. Now, if they could have voted tomorrow, they would have had a government in place, Everybody would have went on about their business, especially with somebody everybody wants. But the fact that now they've come out with a name and Sadar says it's not going to go and the people say it's not going to go, then we don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to schedule the vote for Monday? I guess we'll know tomorrow if there's riots in the streets or not, if they do another demonstration. If they don't, maybe they will schedule it for Monday. But if they do, 
I know it's not going to happen on Monday. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens tomorrow. What are the chances that with all this going on because of all the corruption in the government and the corruption with Maliki, who really does not want anything to happen because the more this keeps going, the more stealing can go on. Um, how close could we actually be? Can they drag this out to into another year? Can they drag it out till Christmas? You know, what is your feeling on how far they could take this? They could drag it out until the people get tired of it. So, like I said, if the people start hitting the streets, whether Sadar gets them there or today there's people in the streets, they're not Sadar's people. It's one of Maliki's groups, one of his guys on the framework who is trying to break away from them because he doesn't agree with what they're doing. Well, now he has groups of people in the street. Not that he's with Sadar or that, but he's protesting it. So who knows what's going to light that fire that turns into a inferno, you know, out of control, and the U.S. just has to step back in and, and save him again. We don't know. But they can delay it until that actually happens. Who benefits from that? You know, because then Al-Kazimi would stay in place. Iran doesn't get what they want. Al-Kazimi gets to keep putting the laws and things in they want. So I don't know that they want that. They want a compromised candidate, somebody that Sadar would at least give a chance. Well, I don't know if he's going to give anybody a chance, to tell you the truth. I mean, with this guy, everybody talks good about him. But Sadar said, yeah, he's a good guy, but he's a Maliki puppet. So that doesn't work. Okay? That's all. So that doesn't work for him, good guy or not. Especially when Maliki says he's going to come out and do what the framework wants done, then how am I supposed to let that go? I want to come out and do what the people want done. So could it happen? Anything could happen, as we see going on. Was that the plan? No. al is doing good. Everybody knows it, and the national community knows it. The people of Iraq know it. They're going in the right direction. Articles from all the other countries are talking about how good Iraq is right now, how they have been since 2020 when this whole started, how they turned everything down, and in an instant, they could lose it all. But again, they're putting it in Iraq newspapers on news so the people know it. You're this close to losing everything you've gained in two years. You could lose it all if you do the right thing or the wrong thing. So we just have to wait and see what happens. All right. That's all I have for today. Um, We both have a great weekend, and Monday's another day, I guess. We're heading into another month. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good morning, good afternoon. Uh, Ray, this question Hi. This question is for you, Ray. Uh, you sent out something yesterday about a call on, I believe it was education on financial principles and strategies. Are we able to be and couldn't get on the call? Are we able to see that in the form? Or are we able to go where it said go 
foresights.com? No, no. That was just a training that we did on open mic. Okay, so we won't be able to partake. Okay. Um, no. The other question I had, you, Tony, you were just saying that it's the people, it's in the newspaper and everything, but it's also been said the majority of the people only have an eighth grade education. So with that being said, do you feel like they really understand what's going on in their government? And why they're not getting what they need? Well, you know what? I was looking at uh, an article yesterday, and it said they put a a bunch of uh, MIT types, smart individuals, in a room and told them to solve this problem. And then they put a bunch of uh, first and second graders in the room and told them to solve the same problem. And do you know, they told them they could go out and play when they solve the problem, that the first and second graders solved the problem before the MIT experts. (laughs) And you know why? Because they said the MIT guys were overcomplicating it. They're trying to wait and look at this angle and that angle and let's discuss this and that. And the kids just went and did it. Said, here, let's go, let's go play. <laughs> and they did. I look at the Iraq people the same way. They do have some educated people, of course. They have some Harvard-educated people, uh, Eastern-educated people. The majority have an eighth-grade education. But what they do know is they know when you're stealing money out their pocket. They said, I don't need a degree to see that. I can see it. I can feel it. There's no food in the cupboard. I got no job. I'm getting no check. I don't need a degree to see that. So when they're seeing the articles and hearing it, yeah, I think they understand. What they understand, though, is what they're saying. We don't care what government we have. It's going to be corrupt because that's how they are. They're corrupt. Everybody up there, everybody making money. We're just trying to survive. And Al Kazimi is the first one who actually shows that he cared about the citizens more than that. So this morning, I was reading, it could have came out yesterday afternoon. Al Kazimi did a whole speech about everything that he has accomplished since he's been in there, about how the country's changed since he's been in there, and the fact that he didn't run for office, didn't choose sides, didn't do anything, because it was all about the people and however it works out. Well, they can see that. They can see he didn't say vote for me. I want to see if you guys want me to, I will, but it wasn't my goal. It's a psychological thing he was doing anyway, which we all like. But the fact that he did it and the people can see that this is the only guy who really cared for us so far, even though now Sadar is saying he's going to do the same thing. Yes. That was a long way to yes. Do I think they understand what's happening? Yes. The problem is they don't know how to do anything about it except tear it all down if it gets to that point. 
that they can do. Okay. You answered my question. I thank you very much. I'll let you go to the next caller. Bye. All right. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 352 area code. You're on. Three five two. Tony, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Sure do. All right, so three five two is MIA two eight one. You are on. Hey Ray. Hey Tony. How you guys doing today? Hey. Fantabulous. I am super fantastic. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I wanted to make sure you guys could hear me well. Seemed like there was some yes. static or some cutting out there. Okay. Well, I'm doing good. I do have some questions. Um, so my first question is, Tony, I know you said in your introduction that you felt like they could go back to 1190 or whatever. Yeah. But if the if the banks here were notified of a rate change here in the U.S., that wouldn't even make sense to be notifying for 1190 rate, right? So hopefully that's a positive sign that the rate is where we want it to be. Could that be a good sign? You could be for somewhere other than Texas today, huh? But anyway... <laughs> Framework to 
Let al stay in there. Just compromise. Just put a government in and we'll work from that. But Maliki didn't want to. The framework didn't want to. So we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, the framework is mad today, yesterday. They're saying that not just Sadar, but al Kazimi is stoking the fire, trying to cause chaos and trying to come and up, create an uprising because they didn't name him. So now they're trying to blame him for having it. They're saying he let them in Parliament and everything else. It's his responsibility now to protect them, something that he's not doing. So they're trying to shine a negative light on him, in fact, in doing that. And he's doing the right thing. He's, you know, turning up the heat. So either you guys are going to do this and collapse and lose it all, or you can do the right thing and put him in place. But we'll see how long it takes. It could take another couple of days. It could take another couple of weeks. I don't know. But everybody was planning on something being done by the 15th. Right. So, I mean, it's crazy because I know I noticed you said that they could lose it all. And this is really crazy because it's like, why go through all of this, get to this point, and then people start back? Because by losing it all, you're meaning people will start backing out on the contracts and all of that? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. They would lose all yeah. the gains they have so far. They've been declared a stable country, a valuable asset. Uh, um, the Eastern negotiator, well, if they just break down into chaos, they would lose all that. All these people trying to yeah. get in with these contracts and start construction and do all that, you, you would lose all that. But you got to look at something, too. If I'm hungry and you got all this money sitting over here and you won't give me any of it, so I'm hungry anyway, and I destroy everything and I'm hungry anyway, then what difference does it make? Because it's all I have. Now, Maliki, parliament members, those guys, they could lose out if they destroy it. Now they lose all those government positions again because they do away with parliament. And next time they don't get put in. And they don't get to do the corruption. Or Al-Kazimi gets to stay in there. The last two weeks, they have been arresting people like crazy. Not the prime ministers, but everybody at the bottom level. 100 people, 200 people a week for corruption, for mismanagement, for all kinds of things. I mean, he is arresting people and showing that it is getting done. So they have to look at that. If they lose their immunity themselves, will he come after them? So those are the type of things they have to think about. Is what Maliki's fighting right now. He needs somebody in the prime minister position that's going to tell them to stop going after him. Ooh, we heard uh-huh. that from somewhere, didn't we? We heard that same thing. But that's what he needs. Since it can't be him, it has to be somebody that's going to say, okay, we're going to stop on this file right here as long as we're in charge. And that's what's going to happen. 
Well, Maliki, he is just a little, oh, my God, he's a thorn in your side. He sure better be glad he's not in Chicago or Houston anywhere. Ooh-wee. <laughs> you know, Ooh-wee. I'm just saying. You know what's <laughs> going on in those cities. I'm just saying. That's what goes on in those cities. You can't. He better be glad he's in Iraq because these people are crazy over here in the U.S., you know, when it comes to thorn in the side folks like that <laughs> so well listen wow. let me tell you two things that i probably shouldn't say i hope i don't get in trouble anyway uh, don't do two it things. don't say it Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah i'm saying you saw what just happened in japan with their ex-prime minister which really didn't make any sense but they did what they did the guy was mad about some totally different stuff to do that. And <laughs> I'm going to say this as a joke just so everybody can laugh because I'm saying this is just a joke. But I'm going to say Joe Manchin's still walking around and he, he went Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you go. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good day. Bye. <laughs> Me too. Uh, let's see. Yeah. 206, area code. You are next. Greetings, Ray and Tony. Hope you're having a great day. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? Good to hear you. Excellent, man. Good to hear both of your voices. And, Ray, your mic is all cleaned up now, coming through loud and clear. Um, Tony, on Wednesday's call, I think, pretty clearly, I think you were saying in the list of information you had that you had news from the Treasury and the banks, but then I didn't hear you say what that news was. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Can you remember what that news was? Because I don't think you gave it to us. I said from the market and the banks. Not the Treasury, I don't think. Okay. But they had, and so what they, was that? They had a window of time that I did not give you, but they were being notified in the day that things were completed. Okay. Is that window between now and the 15th? It is. Okay, good. And is it all the way out to the 15th or something shorter than that? Well, it's also be done by the 15th, so I'll make it happen anywhere in there. Let's hope. Okay. Now, there's another thing beyond all this Iraqi imponderable stuff, and that's something I heard about a week ago, uh, that a number of banks have been failing their liquidity tests. What was most disturbing is that they were, say, they call them a bank stress test, yeah, but it's about liquidity. Is that recently I heard that J.P. Morgan Chase failed its stress test or liquidity test. Have you heard anything about those liquidity tests? Let me see here. Oh. I um, actually get a list of that. What do I do with it? Wait a second, hold on. I think I actually um, 
deleting it this Excuse morning. Excuse me. But you, yeah, they are taking their test. I didn't see uh, them on the list, though. Not that they okay. weren't. I, just, I didn't see it. Well, uh, my question goes past that. The next part of the question is, given the capital that the RV is going to be bringing to the banks, if, in fact, they are failing their liquidity tests, do you think that there's going to be enough liquidity infused into the system as soon as the RV happens that this liquidity problem will resolve itself so that we can have confidence that the banks are going to be reset, uh, that they will have liquidity, and that our investments in them will be solid. Um, Can I make sense? I think the investments will be solid, guys. I, I, I mean, I'm not worried about it at all. I am not worried about any bank going out of business. I mean, I'm just not worried about it, okay? Uh, With the money, without the money, with the time, I'm not worried about us being in a recession, uh, even though they're saying that. And and I'll tell you guys why, even with that. When you get off this phone, just get in your car and drive around your city. And just you tell me how many help wanted signs you see around your city. Because I see them everywhere around here. Help wanted. Unemployment is the lowest it's been in 20 years. They can't find people to work. How can we be in a recession? That's just not making sense to me. Okay. <laughs> So it, it must not be that bad if people don't actually want to work and go make the money or, or do other things. How can the banks be failing their stress tests? Banks are failing their stress tests because they're giving out too much money, not because they're taking in too much or they're holding it back. That's right. They're over-leveraged. That's right. That's the the point of the stress test. So are they going to fail, though? No, they're not. We're not in a recession. We're not going down. I look every day, house prices around here, million, two, three million dollar houses, prices are going down every week. It says reduce price, reduce price. I just don't don't see the bank coming for that. They're not going to put bad loans out there. I think there's too many. But guess what? They could be banking on this very same thing. In the next three months, next six months, we have more money than we know what to do with. I don't know. Or the fact that this should have already happened. Yeah. Right? Well, that was my point. That's my point. I, I, I think it makes sense that with the liquidity that the RV is going to be bringing in the whole economy, that it shows that that will definitely flow to the banks and that whatever liquidity problem the banks have should be solved by the RV, provided people actually put their money with the banks and keep it there long term as opposed to just going out and blowing it. 
Well, you got to think just like the banks are thinking. That those guys who uh, have, you know, less than a million, I'm going to say, or one dinar note, and it's why the other banks didn't want them because they know they're going to just go out and blow their money. So we can't count on that. What they have to count on is those guys who uh, qualify to be sophisticated investors, $10 million and above, or those guys with a, a couple million dollars who are TNT members who have been taught how to put their money to work instead of just going out blowing it. But for the majority of people, they are just going to blow it. So what they can look to do in the meantime, in between time, is do fractional banking and take advantage of that and put out some loans as quick as they can and let that be coming back because that money's not going to be there for a long period. But I'm sure they have a plan. Okay. Well, thanks for answering those questions. And I wish both you guys a great weekend with many prosperous surprises in store. Let's hope that there's a real prosperous surprise that nobody's looking for. Well, I'm looking for it. Thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Four. Four. Zero nine. Oh, wait, wait. Four zero nine. Four zero nine. Okay, two eight one. You're on. Hey, how you all doing? Hi there. All right. Super fantastic. How are you? I'm a little better today. Thank you. Um, actually, Boss Lady asked part of my question, and, um, I wanted to ask you the other day, do you believe that with everything that's going on, could they change the rate at the actual rate that we thought it was going to be changed at, like $3 and something? and still do it with everything that's going on, in your opinion, what do you think about that? Can they do still do an international exchange rate that we're looking for with everything that's going on? Correct. I don't think we're going to see that guy until they're sure which direction the government is. But I've said that. Right, there's a lot of stories in the background. I said that over and over again. It just doesn't make sense. Now, go ahead. Once they in there, who they think Sadar is not going to go against, or the people are not going to go against, can they still make the announcement before it happens? Absolutely. But if there's going to be chaos, similar, and they don't know if the government's going to last a week or six months, why would you do that? Give them all that money to hand out and destroy in that short period of time, especially if it's the framework. Now, they can make the adjustment back to 1190, say, let's see what happens, and then, boom, change the rate if it's something that they can live with. 
And we're going to see what happens by the 15th, I think. Let's see that 610 area code. Hey, good afternoon, You're Ray. And, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Greetings, sir. Well, G-Man, let me ask you a question before you start. Do you think I answered her question? Because Ray didn't let her talk. <laughs> Tony, you answered the question. That was it. And I'm, I'm sure if she has another question, she'll she'll dial back in. All right. All right. I'm going to go with the long version today. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com. Clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. Please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it helps Ray track those payments as they come in. For all of you who would like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your debit or credit card information. In that block where you type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, And in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. So, again, to donate electronically, go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website. Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to another page that has a menu of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your debit or credit card information. In that block where you type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and type in your phone number in that same block. That helps Ray track the payments as they come in. 
after you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that send payment key. After you have clicked on that send payment key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you, gentlemen, for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, Protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite weekend. All right, sir. Thank you. You're welcome, Ray. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay. Appreciate it. Had to get back to my phone. All right. All right. Okay. Two eight one. We cut you off. No, Ray. I should have texted you back and told you it was okay because I was walking in the store. We're good. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. You all have a great. Alright, thank you. Nine seven two, Erico, you're on. Hello, fellas, Danny in Dallas. Hey, Danny. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm about to go crawl under a house. It's about the coolest place around here right now. So, looking forward to that for a little break. Oh. But I did want to clarify a couple of things that you said, Tony, about the fifteenth with uh, Marjan Lady. Uh, you indicated if this has come up before, maybe it'll come up again. Uh, is that kind of a standard thing? They set the contracts month to month or season to season to uh, be initiated on the middle of the month? It kind of sounded like that was a possibility. Well, they have set dates for them to be activated before, not necessarily in the middle of the month. But Gotcha. They still done it, but it's all based on, hey, we'll get all this done. This is the date we're going to start. And then they don't get it all done. Yeah, we've noticed that. Yes. Yes, okay. All right. I I guess that was was the primary thing, but the the solubility of the banks, I don't think will be in question at all. Uh, And you, you seem to back that up. Once this starts flowing, even though there are a lot of holders of one note, what they were thinking, I don't know, but uh, the 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 money <laughs> should be flowing quite well. And and I guess the current president will take uh, the credit for that, <laughs> won't he? <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah. Clinton took, Clinton took credit for it. 
He knew he didn't have nothing to do with it. That's right. So, and, uh, and if uh, Obama or Trump, if it would have happened, they would have both took credit for it. So, uh, if Bush wanted to take credit for it, and it wouldn't happen. <laughs> wouldn't happen. Joe's presidency is looking a whole lot better this afternoon because of that, that thought. All right. Okay, fellas, I'm about to crawl under this house. Um, All right. If I don't come out, I'll have somebody notify you, but I expect to just cool off. Thank you much. All See right, you around. Sir. All right. Thank you, sir. All righty. Six, seven, eight. Erico, you are on. Yes. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning, uh, gentlemen. Yes, good morning. Uh, Okay. Uh, I am an avid listener of the show, and I have a question for you. Uh, it's regarding the, um, the exchange rate. Uh, when we go to do our exchange, at the banks, that is, um, I remember some time ago you said that we had to be, well, not that we had to be, um, to get the contract rate. You uh, need to, one, ask for it, and second, you need to bring your wife with you. Uh, am I correct? Okay, that's not just to get the contract rate. Even if you do your exchange, you're going to have to bring here. They did say to do the contract rate. But if, you have, if you're married and you're doing that, oh, no, the contract rate because you had to sign the NDA. You're right. You had to bring your spouse with you. Yes. Okay. Even if you're in the process of a divorce, but if she, uh, you get a uh, um, statement from her, would, would that be acceptable? Yeah, let me tell you something. Yes. If you're about <laughs> to get a divorce, yes. and you tell your spouse, and I ain't say man or woman, either one of them, that you about to go to the bank and get millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, or thousands of dollars, then you got to be the biggest idiot in the world, okay? First of all, we wouldn't have that discussion because I wouldn't be taking her with me so she know how much it was, okay? But second of all, I wouldn't be exchanging in my name anyway. I'd be exchanging in a trust or foundation. Third of all, <laughs> that just sounds crazy to me. If you're already getting a divorce, why would you want to take her to the bank with you? <laughs> I wouldn't. Or him. Because or him. Well, the, one of the, the uh, fundamental question in that is, to get the contract rate, you would need to have your spouse with you. Well, I don't know. I'm thinking well, I'm taking my I file for divorce papers with me. <laughs> and if they tell me I got to bring her back, then what? Then I don't have a spouse in my trust. I don't have a spouse in my foundation. Okay. I, I got you loud and clear. So you would go, um, you would have to set up a trust or whatever prior to going. That's the 
That's what Prior I'm getting to going, at. yes, because you're going to need the trust yeah. in order to do the exchange. It's going to have to be active. Yes. Okay. I got you. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. And, All right, sir. Um, have a good weekend. All right. Okay. Wait, let me clarify this real quick so y'all give me a lot of trouble. That goes for male and female, for both sides. <laughs> and I'm not giving any divorce advice or, or anything else. I'm just saying, if it was me, that sounds crazy to me. Now, if y'all really want to know, then he should have asked Ray that question. But if you ask me, I'm going to keep it real. All right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three, two, three, area code. Hello. Uh, let's see. Good morning. Um, good, mo- good morning. And I'm trying to get this right. I was startled that you called me. I've been trying to get on for a few weeks now. So let me <laughs> compose myself here. So it'll be good morning to Tony and good afternoon to Mr. Ray Rand. There it is. There you go. Um, <laughs> startled. So, uh, Tony, um, is the U.S. Or the U.S. in the first basket? The U.S.D. or the U.S. what? Currency. I don't know how we would phrase it. U.S.D. or U.S. It says U.S. when I see it in places. But is it in the first basket? Yeah. All this we're talking about is the foreign currencies against the U.S. dollar. Could you explain that, please? Sure. It's a dinar rate in exchange for U.S. dollars. It's a dong rate in exchange for U.S. dollars. It's the Indonesian rate in exchange for U.S. dollars. It's the Zimbabwe rate in exchange for U.S. dollars. It's all about the U.S. dollar to me and you. So how would that work when we get to the redemption or bank? when we want to exchange, are we exchanging U.S. dollars here or it's only out of country into here? How would that work when we're there and we have USD? What country are you in? Of course, U.S. Okay. So I'm trying to get your question because I don't understand to tell you the truth. When you go to the bank, are you trying to turn U.S. dollars into something else or are you trying to turn this money into U.S. dollars? Into U.S. dollars, of course. Thank you. Okay, well, I know you're saying, of course, and everything. Then I don't understand your question about the U.S. dollar. We're in the so U.S. You, we're going to get U.S. dollars. US so dollars. everything okay. is applied to U.S. dollars. Okay. What is the? Are you able to say what is the rate for the U.S. dollar here, and why is it? And I'm sure people want to exchange this for value, or it needs to be. Revalue, but those two are my last questions. One, uh, uh, well, I've already asked. What do you think? The U.S. dollar against what currency? See, as you can hear, I'm confused as to why it's even in the basket, which is my second question. But I, so I'm, I'm still a little confused. One, why is it in the basket? And when we go there, I think you said we're going to exchange U.S. for U.S but you're not able to say the rate because we don't do rates, I guess. Okay. 
I never said we're going to change U.S. for U.S. because that's not happening. That is not what okay. we're doing. We're changing foreign currencies for U.S. dollars because we're in the U.S. The U.S. is not in the basket. The U.S. is the currency we're going to get. The foreign currencies are in the basket. Okay. All right. Well, I got to tell you, it's on many of charts and blogs that it is in the basket, and I couldn't understand why it's that. So I think you cleared it up with it's, it's not in the basket. The U.S. dollar is not in the first basket. It's not in the basket for us. If you're in Iraq, it is in the basket. Okay. If you're in right. Indonesia, it's in the basket because they're okay. exchanging U.S. dollars for their currency. Got it. Got it. Got it. Thanks for the clarification and thanks for your patience word. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Alrighty. Three, five, two, Eric Coach, you are on. What's up, guys? Hey, hey what's going on? Did you call me earlier, man? Call you what? Yeah. What did I call you? No, no, no. Not, no, I, I was asking Ray, did he call my number earlier? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. But don't let me ask you. Let yes. me ask you something. Yes. With, 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 you did call me. So I apologize, bro. I dozed off, man. I woke up my phone and it was off. But anyway, okay. hey, Tony, with, with, yeah. with the Rand, with the Rand keep interfering in, 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 in Iraq's affairs. How does it, is this a threat to the sovereignty of, of, of Iraq? How does I? What, what do you say? It's not a, a threat to their sovereignty. Iran has been integrated in Iraq for the last seven, eight years when we left. Okay? When we took the military out, Iran jumped right in there and said, okay, they have people in their government at every level, in every province. So it's always been a threat to their sovereignty. It's what the Iraq people are fighting right now. They want Iran out. Sadar wants Iran out. Iran has been a shadow government in Iraq for the last 10 years. All right. Uh, uh, this, I think the other day, uh, Kazimi was talking about uh, the mechanism of inclusion for the social protection network of the ration card system in a way that contributes to the inclusion of the poorest segment. Is this just another fancy way of saying that, saying that you know, these guys are going to have more purchasing power? Well, not just the purchasing power. It's how they go about operating the system and including them in it. So the bank said they were going to do um, electronic payments. Uh, they said instead of adding more food to the ration card. Now they want to add currency to the ration card to include it so the poor people could have more money to spend. You understand? Not just more wheat to eat, because maybe I got enough wheat, but I don't have enough jelly. Then take your money and buy some jelly, because maybe I want something other than the items you list on the ration card. But more important than that is to include the people in there, you know, another way of getting them more money, okay, more benefits. And they also said that there's not going to be a budget for the current year. 
but the food service law is sufficient for investment and operational spending. I think that can't happen without without a, a revalued currency, right? Without a, a change rate. Am I right or wrong? Well, I think is why they've delayed it so far in implementing, even though they said it was and it's ready to go. And still today, Arvell saying it's going to be implemented as soon as they can figure it all out. I think they've been started trying to wait for a rate change. So I don't know which one, but a. And they're doing it, and it's in place because if the budget doesn't come out, they can still do the rate change and allocate the money without the budget. You know, because he, he he came out and criticized that eleven ninety and for, what is fourteen sixty. He said that you know that 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 rate itself would not help anybody. He said he was going to change it to you know to to something that's going to help the folks. Did you see that? Nope. Well, let's see what happens. You can send it to me if you want to. Uh, I don't have any. I have to go back and find it. But yeah, he criticized. In fact, he criticized that and said that that's not good. You know, he said you know it's not going to help anybody. I don't oh, have your you information. Mean, on I don't have. You mean weeks ago? Not something that came out today. I read it uh, yesterday or day before yesterday. I think I read it somewhere. I I, I don't know. Oh. I have to go back and try to find it. But yeah, he 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 criticized it big time. It's not going to help help the folks, you know. But anyway, that's all you I know, have, I, fellas. I appreciate I you. Great, for life of me, believe that you are more informed than Tish. But okay, if you say you know, you know what, man, you, you was talking about with Maliki walking around with his gun. I thought that was funny too, man. I mean, you know, with his security surrounding me, and he telling the folks they need to go home. I thought that was funny too, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, after they went home. Then he's going to come out and walk around with his gun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Thank you, fellas. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. All right. That was it. That was it? Oh, you got cut off right there. Okay, man. All right, guys. Uh, it's, it's another Friday. We usually don't get any news at all, and it's jam-packed with news today. But uh, they did come out and said no session. Let me see. What did it say? No session for tomorrow, which we knew they were going to cancel anyway. They said it. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens on Monday. I wasn't concerned with the session tomorrow. I just didn't know if they would go on with the protests, even though Parliament weren't, it wasn't in there. Because that's when the next one was scheduled. But they can reschedule it just as often as they reschedule the uh, parliament meeting to go in and take a vote. So we'll see what happens. All good news. In the meantime, in between time, what you guys do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. If something exciting does happen... We will definitely get it out, too. All right, right? Okay, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for today. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Conference recording press one. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here. Enjoy your weekend.